0: If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. I want to talk with you guys about your relationship with time. So um, let's dig into this then because it's something that I have been working on more recently and I've, I've done some work around this in the past and I've realized that the same sort of patterns and beliefs keep cropping up for me. Um, and so I wanted to just talk to you guys about this whole concept of time and your mindset. Because just as um, if we talk, if we think about sort of money mindset, um, you have a money story, you have a relationship with money, and that relationship is going to impact the kinds of money that you, you manifest into your life, how money shows up into your life. So if you believe that money doesn't grow on trees, you've got this scarcity mindset when it comes to money, it's going to be difficult for money to show up in your life in a really easy way, because you believe deep down that money doesn't grow on trees. There is a lack of money. There's not enough money to grow around. It's not easy to come by. So your beliefs around money, this is, uh, we call it your relationship with money, how you think and feel about money, what your beliefs are. And you have the exact same kind of relationship with time. And your beliefs and what you think and what you say and how you feel about time is going to reflect what you experience when it comes to time. So let me just ask you then a few questions about what you might be thinking when it comes to time right now. So just think about these, think about sort of your, your experiences with time. So do any of you ever feel or maybe often feel like there is not enough time to get all of the things done that you want to do. Have you ever had that thought, either recently or in the past, where you just feel like there's not enough time for all of the things that you want to do? Okay, and what kind of things, when it comes to time, what kind of things have you said over the past week or so, in relation to time? What are some of the phrases? Maybe you've actually vocalized them out loud, or maybe there are things that you've said in your head when it comes to time. What kind of things have you heard? So maybe it's like, oh, I've not got the time for this, or I've run out of time. One thing I heard myself, ugh, myself say last week was that time is going so quickly. Time is going so quickly. Um, and, and the reason why, I'll just kind of share with you a little bit about why I've kind of come back into my own mindset around time. It's because my daughter was born and everybody tells you, before you have a child, everyone says to you, time goes really, really quickly. Make sure you treasure the time that you have with her because time goes really, really quickly. And so I've had at the back of my mind that time is going to go really, really quickly. So I'm trying to to spend and be as intentional as I can with my daughter and try and make the most of every little milestone that she goes through. Um, But at the back of my mind, I've got this, this belief that time is going to go really, really quickly. And, yeah, and, of course, if you believe that, and, and I believe it because that's what everybody's been telling me, like that's all I heard, like from everybody that I meet, like time goes so fast. If you believe that, if you hear that and you believe that, time is going to go really, really quick. And I don't want time to go quick. I want to be able to, to savour every moment I have with my daughter. So I knew that if I wanted time to feel like it was going really slowly, to feel like she was growing up slowly rather than growing up quickly, I'd need to start reframing how I was thinking and what I was saying about time. So maybe you've, you've recognized your own thoughts come up about you know, your relationship with time and um, remember that anything that we think and what we say is gonna shape our reality so if we keep telling ourselves I don't have enough time you know I'm always running out of time if you're constantly feeling like you're running out of time if you constantly feel like you are rushing around trying to do all of the things that you need to do so that you can get everything done if you constantly feel that you need to rush around your reality is going to be shaped so that that is what is required of you. In order for you to get the things done that you need to get done, it's going to constantly feel like a rush. It's going to constantly feel time pressured. And here's the thing about time. Time is just an illusion. Time is just an illusion. Like we are the only people that put That time pressure or society we put that time pressure on ourselves we've created the concept of time time is just an illusion so that when we feel like we're rushed why do we feel that we're rushed why why are we feeling that why 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 have we convinced ourselves that there's not enough time It's because we are looking at deadlines. We're looking at things needing to be done by a certain time frame. We have created this. We've created this concept of time. And just as we create the concept of time, we can easily detach ourselves from the concept of time. Now, this is a really sort of difficult one to get your head around because we live in a society that is governed by time. You know, we have you know, times of the day, we have days, we have weeks, we have months, you know, our whole, the way that society is organized is by time. But if you can, and this isn't to say that we can't be goal orientated, but if you can, try and start as much as possible detaching yourself from the notion of time. So maybe you are constantly sort of clock watching or you know, you're kind of setting goals and it's like, right, I've got to get this done by this time. It's not being so driven, not having time as so much of a driving force within your life. Because when we're constantly checking the time, what we're actually doing is we are reaffirming the fact that we need to get things done and we don't have enough time. Things have to be done by a certain time. It's that time pressure. That time pressure indicates that we don't have all of the time in the world and as soon as we stop clock watching 24 7 we allow ourselves to believe that we have all of the time in the world because we will do because we are not giving ourselves these really strict tight deadlines so it's a shift that you can make and it's a bit of a it can feel quite uncomfortable to do this and admittedly you know with full disclosure, it's not that I now like never look at the time and never look, you know, because there's some things that you do have to be, you know, you have to fit in with with working society and society uses time. So, you know, for things like going to my daughter's classes that she does, like I have to be mindful of time for that. But in other areas of my life, I've realized that I can drop this, this idea of time. So That's why actually, why I really love when I go out in the morning, I don't take my phone with me and my keys because I have no concept of time for that short period, even if it's just, you know, it tends to be that I am back within the hour, but even, you know, just for that that, that small moment in the morning, I am completely detached from this idea of time. I'm not panicking about when do I get back. You know, when am I going to get back? Like, am I going to be late? I just allow myself to just be just completely absorbed in that moment, detached from the idea of time. Now, one thing to really kind of dig into as well, if you have noticed yourself saying things like, I don't have the time to do this, um, I'm rushed, or that's not possible for me, or you're, you're using your lack of time as an excuse. I'd like you to dig into what is some sort of benefit that you are experiencing because you are saying you don't have enough time to do something. So think about what is your the lack of time statement that you don't have enough time what is the benefit of you saying that and this is this can be done with any of your limiting beliefs quite often when it comes to really really stubborn limiting beliefs things that we're finding it really difficult to shift really difficult to shift so it might be some beliefs about money won't make me happy money doesn't grow on trees, money's hard to come by, might be beliefs about time, I don't have enough time for this, there's never enough hours in the day, I'm too busy. What are your beliefs? What is the benefit of holding on to those beliefs? Because when a belief is really stubborn, maybe you've recognized this in your own life where you've tried to do the work on a certain belief and no matter how much, work you do on it so maybe you've done lots of affirmations around it lots of journaling on this belief you've tried you know different nlp techniques different healing techniques meditating and for whatever reason this belief just doesn't seem to want to shift my suggestion would be to have a little look or have a think about what is the benefit of me holding on to this belief when a belief is stubborn, it's normally because it comes with some sort of benefit, some sort of hidden gain. So let's say, for example, let's say you keep telling yourself, right, oh, I've not had the time to do all of the things that I want to do within my business this week. And maybe one of those things was going live on Facebook. You've said, right, I've not had the time this week. Life's just been too crazy. I've not had the opportunity to go, to go live. What could be the hidden benefit of that? Well, the hidden benefit is that you've not had to get out of your comfort zone. You've not had to do something that you're quite scared about doing. You've not had to put yourself out there. You've not had to be vulnerable. You've not had to open yourself up to criticism. By saying you don't have the time, you are keeping yourself safe from all of those things. So there is a perceived benefit of you holding on to the belief that I don't have the time. And as I said, it can be done with any of your beliefs. What is the perceived benefit there? And and this is really interesting because quite often we think, well, I don't want to possess this belief. I don't want this to be my reality. But actually, the sheer fact that you are possessing that belief means that you don't have to show up and do certain things that might make you feel uncomfortable, that might come with a certain amount of pain or fears. We can keep ourselves safe. And what the ego is going to do, it's going to hold on tight to that belief because the ego sees that belief almost as a safety blanket, protection from you having to be vulnerable, set yourself up for failure, you know, do things that you feel uncomfortable doing. So it's definitely worth doing a little bit of digging work in your own mindset and thinking, what is the perceived benefit of me holding on to this belief? Chances are there will be one. And once you've found that benefit, how can you flip that on its head so that rather than seeing that as a benefit, it actually is is reversed? How can you pull apart that benefit so that actually on the surface, it might seem like a positive thing, but once we pull it apart, we realize that it's actually holding us back. It's not a benefit at all. So, you know, let's say we're talking about okay, I don't have the time to do Facebook Lives this week, so I, don't, I didn't do it. The perceived benefit of that is I don't have to be vulnerable with my audience. I don't have to share some of you know, the parts of me that I, you know, I feel vulnerable sharing, the perceived benefit. Well, how can we flip that? How can we flip it so that that benefit is actually a negative? Not sharing, not allowing yourself to be vulnerable with your audience can actually be seen as a negative. Well, we think about vulnerability, the thing that actually encourages your audience to invest in you, the thing that's gonna get you clients is you being vulnerable, you sharing your story. That's gonna be one of the driving forces that gets your people to invest in you. They're gonna feel, it's gonna help build that no like and trust factor. So getting clients, that's, you know, we flip it around if you're not getting vulnerable you're not going to get clients and if you're not getting clients you don't have a business and if you don't have a business you're not going to create the money you want to create and if you don't bring money into your business you're not going to be able to impact all of those people that you know deep down that you can impact so it's basically about pulling apart the perceived benefit flipping it and thinking well is it actually a benefit or is this actually a real disadvantage if I'm not doing this thing is that a real um disadvantage for me and for my business and for the people that I want to help so it's a really interesting sort of process to go through and we can do this with all of our all of our limiting beliefs that we just feel that are not shifting what is the perceived benefit of that what is the perceived benefit and let me know how that works for you come and say hello, Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching on Instagram. I'm always there. I love, love, love getting your messages, getting your questions through. So yeah, come and say hello there. And have a wonderful, wonderful week, ladies, and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance, and Impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.